Hello, everyone. Jane A here from Your Real Weight Loss. And today we have, I should have asked this before we started, Dr. Spencer Nodalski. Is that right, sir? Sure. Some people say Nadalski. Some people say Nadolski. I don't really care. Whatever. Je suis française. Moi, c'est Nadolski. Nadolski. I like it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. First of all, we just want to say thank you so, so much. We know that you are a busy guy and time is our most precious resource. So we cannot, uh, we, we can't believe you said yes. We, well, I, I, I had to make one, one fewer memes this week than, than I would, but I mean, the internet is going to be sad. <laughs> we, uh, when I sent you the email and you responded and you're like, yeah, sure. I was like, took a screenshot, sent it to Alicia. I'm like, he said yes in like an hour. It was amazing. So thank you so much. We appreciate it. We're getting some really good uh, guests on our podcast, and you are certainly one that we're excited about. So thank you for being here. Of course. Um, Alicia, did you want to have a fangirl moment? Is that what ha what's happening? Sure. I just like wanted to take a minute to just say how much we appreciate the way that you show up on the internet. And um, I mean, especially that you're a doctor. It's so amazing. I love the way that you make fun of everything. Um, but then obviously in your captions, you explain it. And I know that your intention behind posts is not to make people feel bad. Right. Your intention. <laughs> I know. I actually was wondering that. I was like, I wonder if he like presses post and then like what happens? Do you like walk away? Do you watch the shit storm? I do. Do, I you? do. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I guess I should have worded it this way. And if you sometimes I repost like six months ago, like new people follow me. So I oh, yeah. find posts from six months ago that were pretty good. And then I, re I, I actually remember, I always remember how people took it and I have to change the wording the next time I do it. Cause they're like, what about this? I'm like, oh, that's actually a really, it's a pretty good point that I didn't say. So I, I adjust it. I, I don't want to make people, I actually want to make people maybe not feel bad, but go like, oh, what is this? And then I explain it, like you said, and try to make them understand I'm, I'm not actually a jerk. It might come across that way in a second, but uh, anyway. I That's feel like your, in your intentions are good. I think that your intentions are to stir the pot. And I think that yeah. like you're, 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 you're doing a great job at it. And we are here for it. Like we absolutely love your posts. We share your posts often in our stories uh, because they make us laugh. And also they're like a fun way to share the message that we're trying to share. Sometimes we feel like, yes, he said it. And then we yeah. don't have to say he can it. Take yeah, the we heat. don't have to say this. Let this guy say it. Yes, exactly. Uh, so anyway, we appreciate, we appreciate you on the internet. Good. Yeah. I, I actually, I do it because, um, I have patients that like, I can't say it directly to them, but if I make a meme about it, they'll be like, Oh, and you know what? It's, it works like a charm. They go, you know, I saw that meme. I think you're talking about me. I'm not sure. Usually there's usually they, it's a few people that have said something similar. I don't make, I can't even make up this stuff. Like it comes from followers or patients. Like it's just like observant. And so anyway, it's a way to like say kind of like be a little bit more direct and it's a bad bedside manner, but like then it, it's able to allow me to give a good bedside manner when they come to talk to me about it. See, we enjoy it because um, your weight loss is a self-awareness program. So when we like that's our way to kind of when we do lives, we're not talking to one particular person. It's anyone that's watching. It could be a member. It could also just be someone that's just watching on Instagram. Right. And and so it's the message is for everyone. And we we also like to be direct. We also like to say it like it is. And I think that that helps people create self-awareness when it's not fru, fru, fra, fra, let's all be, you know, unicorns and rainbows. Everything is yeah. fine. They're not they're not going deep. 
They're not learning about themselves and how they can be better. Mm -hmm. I I like it. I like that approach. Um, Okay. So before we get into our questions and I picked, like, I was like, I want to talk about all the hot topics, but before we get into it, I want to know, like, how did you get to a point where you were a a muscly doctor on the internet making funny memes, making fun of people that want to lose weight? I was a big time wrestler in college and sports exercise science degree, but wanted to go to medical school. I didn't care about performance after college. Like it was performance for myself, but I wanted to go to medical school to then basically teach this, you know, almost like an obsession over sports, nutrition, and exercise. Take the fraction of it, just a little, I'm trying to get into the camera over here, fraction of it to then bring to like the general population to cure, resolve, put into remission, chronic disease. So, you know, I look like this big kind of, you know, meathead, although I'm, you know, not as big as I once was in college. I was a little bit bigger, but um, uh, kind of like a meathead type of doctor, but really trying to just get people to start. Not, I don't, who cares about the advanced, like, oh, I bench pressed 450 pounds or I squatted six, I don't even care. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, let's get someone to go from never squatting before to just a body weight squat and getting them into fitness. Let's get somebody who eats potato chips and pizza and soda all day to like, maybe not as much that and maybe some more fruit or something like that, whatever vegetables, you know, just take that first step to changing. And then if they want to get more obsessed later and get into the weeds, they can. But um, so that, that was the whole thing. And so then I was started doing that on the internet through training. I was giving my little tips. And before I was actually much more sterile in the past, sterile vanilla, like, but, but my tips were very helpful apparently because people like them. And then there was a, there was a point about three years ago where I was like, this isn't even like my personality. I'm actually pretty goofy, jovial. Like I like joking about everything unless it's like a serious situation. Like if a patient has a a very, if they have heart disease or have like, if, if, if something serious, it's like, we're not messing around anymore. Super serious uh, Spence. So, um, but in most things in life, I'm, I can make a joke about literally anything. So I, I go, you know what? The memes, I love the memes. Uh, I need to figure out how to do these. And, and it's actually took practice. It's not like, oh, I'm just really good at memes. I'm just gonna start posting them. You can, there's a, there's a little bit of an art to it. And you kind of see like how to, how to spark conversation, how to get people to like, punch them in the face and then get them to read it. Uh, if you're too vanilla, like if you're too, too safe, too safe, it doesn't do well. So you have to, sometimes the the very positive ones do very well, but some, but then sometimes you got to throw in a, a real zinger in there too. So I, I try to mix it up, but anyway, uh, that's how I got into it. I, and, and it's worked well. I like to joke. I'm kind of a, I like to be somewhat sexual too, like sexual jokes as well. So like, Cause it just, it, that's just the way I am. So I, you know, whatever. So we're here for it. it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We're going to bring up some hot topics and it's going to be fun. We're going to have right, some conversation. So, okay. So tell us everything about diet pop is diet pop going to make us fat. Oh, where are you from the Midwest? I say, I said pop, but I'm from Michigan. No, we're Canadian. Oh, okay. Whatever. You're close enough to Michigan. I, sure. I, I, I never hear people say pop anymore because I'm in the South. Soda. Diet soda, don't you know? Uh, yeah, so uh, soda, diet soda, not going to be harmful. 
when you look at what we call randomized trials, looking at the difference between people who are told to drink regular soda versus diet soda, diet soda always wins. So like they've even said, well, okay, why don't we just tell people to drink water? Well, there's even been studies looking at people drinking soda versus water. And sometimes the soda wins. And I did this Instagram live just a, a few hours ago explaining because someone's like, is it going to hinder my weight loss? The, the fact is nothing inherently about diet soda, like from a chemical insulin hormonal aspect will prevent your weight loss. The way it can prevent your weight loss is if it activates those reward centers in your brain somehow, and this is individual because it doesn't happen to everybody. And in fact, some of the studies show that it helps, but if it hinders that in some sort of way to where it causes you to crave more and more and want more of that dopamine reward hit in your brain, then it could hinder weight loss just from that. But from an inherent chemical preventing lipolysis, beta oxidation, fat loss, not going to prevent it. Um, it could be the linchpin and almost like the nicotine patch to get somebody off from smoking, yeah. which, would, which would be like the regular sodas. Uh, people start going, but, but what about the microbiome? But what about the microbiome? Microbiome is not a clinical outcome that we care about. It, it, there may be stuff about it, but literally everything affects our microbiome. I would say that like, look, if you can drink water, fine, do it. But like, there's something called sensory specific satiety. I, you guys probably know this, but after, after a meal, you may, you're like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel the fullness, but I'm not satisfied. I'm not completely satiated and a little bit of sweetness. You, you didn't have anything sweet during your dinner and you, you need to get some sweetness to completely satisfy you. Diet sodas, that may be something there and that may be why it's helpful uh, at certain times, but um, uh, you certainly don't need it. I'm not telling everybody to go out and drink it. Just, just because I would say that like, it's don't fear it. That's all. One post that you did that we really appreciated, um, and it was about diet soda and and this guy drinking regular pop and people saying like, just drink water. And you're like, we need, what you said in the post is we need to meet people where they're at. Mm -hmm. And I remember I really enjoyed those words put together. I was like, what a great way to basically say what we're trying to do at your weight loss. And, and so I remember sending it to Leash or she sent it to me, but we talked about it. And I was like, oh, wasn't that great words? Like just, let's just meet people where they're at. And I feel like that is missing in the diet industry right now with weight loss programs. They're not meeting people where they're at. And so um, for your way, that's kind of, that's our approach. It's meeting people where they're at. And sometimes we get some, some backlash on that because it's like, oh, you're telling people to eat, you know, the m, &M protein bar. And I'm like, my gosh, like if, if it's something they love and it's, you know, they're, they're feeling like they're getting some sort of protein in there. We're not telling them like, yeah. this is the best thing ever. We're just talking about all the things, whether it's an ice cream sandwich, whether it's an apple or whatever, you know, like give people ice cream drink. sandwiches. I love ice cream sandwiches. Oh my gosh. That's Jose's like life right now. She just crushes a couple a day. She just, yeah. <laughs> I ate two Look, do you want to see my wrapper? Oh, oh yeah. my god! You got to get two chocolate chip cookies and then put your own little vanilla in it and then smash it together. Spencer, we are one. We yeah. are soulmates. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Um, okay. And so the pop, and I'm assuming that the pop thing comes from artificial sweeteners. And uh, right. we've actually been talking a lot about artif artificial sweeteners lately because Jose loves her Splenda and her coffee. And, um, and my coffee mate. Which and we're basically, I mean, you got a lot of hate on the internet too for uh, her creamer, right? Saying you do not have to drink your coffee black. Yeah. 
anyway. Uh, it just doesn't matter. Like people are just, oh, the chemicals. Like what? What about it? Well, it's gonna. It's 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 not natural. Well, there's a lot of things that aren't natural. We're looking at our iPhones. Like oh, who cares? <laughs> I loved your just your recent reels on uh, just the white rice versus the oh, yeah. the other one brown. You know what kind? Brown, brown. What's the other one? There's like <laughs> there's so much. There's so much. Can you tell how much I like? Oh my things? gosh! If you knew us, Spencer, after this, you need to go creep us and learn more about oh, our, our personalities on the internet. Um, but yeah, I'm the girl that does not cook, and I eat ice cream sandwiches, and I put splenda in my coffee. And That's so, fine. yes, your platform makes me feel really good about myself. Good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, like the thing is about, you know, like you said, you're, you're, you're telling people to do it their own way. Some people want, they was like, I need a meal plan. I'm like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? Like, there's, well, tell me what to eat to lose fat. I'm like, well, there's like a million different possibilities. There's more than a million possibilities of what to eat. Like what? So then that, I was like, I have to go through a progression of explaining how this all works. To where you can do it your own way, as you guys explained. So um, I think that's the right. I think you guys are doing it right. Oh, let's take that clip. Let's take yeah. that clip. What time did that happen at? Oh, that happened at 13 minutes, Alicia. Perfect. Oh, take it. Um, it. You, know, you need to understand that we love when we find other humans that really share the same the same uh, message, the same uh, output out there in the world. And so like, and you are someone that has a, like, you're a big deal. So for you to come up and be like, yeah, I'm going to go on your podcast. And you saying that we're doing it right. It's everything. Big deal. All right. Perfect. I'll take it. Um, okay. Next question is one that we get asked all the time and we tell them over and over and over, but I don't think they believe us, but maybe because you have extra like a numbers, letters in front of your name, it's going to hit this time. Maybe. Is it possible that I don't eat enough and I go in starvation mode and I do not lose weight? That's uh, a favorite myth. I like to bust. So no, bust that's, not, that's not actually how it happens. I mean, that's what people think. I, I need to eat more. So I'll just give you an example. I have multiple 300 plus pound patients that come into me and go, I think I'm not eating enough. And like, of course, a ho horrible bedside manner would be like me just going, that is 100% not the problem here, but that, that that's the truth. That's not the problem. There's nowhere in the history of the world with somebody with excess fat where they're not eating enough. That's flat out. It, that doesn't happen. So you go to the, 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 the bad example or the more insensitive example would be going to an actual starving country, right? It's like if, I mean, we've seen the commercials on the National Geographic, whatever, like donate money. So these people that are actually starving, you see these kids skin and bone it's 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 horrible but why aren't they gaining fat because they clearly aren't eating enough they're literally starving they're malnourished undernourished so like when people say that here's what here's what's going on as you lose weight your metabolic rate goes down your basal metabolic rate so we have multiple components of what we call our total daily energy expenditure we burn x amount of calories a day a big chunk of that is how much we burn at baseline or at rest. Then we burn some more just by digesting food. Then we burn more maybe through purposeful exercise. Then the rest we basically burn through what we call non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT as some people say. So me fidgeting right here, me going for a walk or whatever to the bathroom and, and all that stuff comes in there. So as you lose weight, your basal metabolic rate, part of that, that big chunk, it's a you know 50, 60% usually of, of, a, of 
normal people of how much you lose weight. That goes down. And that's simply because we're losing tissue. We, it doesn't matter if it's fat. doesn't matter if it's muscle, whatever. As we lose weight, no matter what, our basal metabolic rate goes down. Because fat is actually metabolically active, not as much as muscle. So our metabolism goes down. But our total daily energy expenditure, you know, other stuff, you know, we don't, we don't know exactly. It could go up if you start adding in exercise or whatever like that, or it could stay the same. But no matter what, as you lose body fat, your basal metabolic rate goes down. And then there's something called metabolic adaptation, where if people lose a lot of weight, so for example, you two have lost 70 plus pounds. Congratulations with the strong work. Uh, I, actually, there's a big thing of not congratulating people for weight loss. You got to tell them, hey, you know, you figure out that they purposely did it and, and you tell them, hey, Good job with the effort. So let's let's say I'm going to tell you guys good effort. Thanks. Not congratulations. Thank you, so much. Thank you. Uh, It's a nuance that might be important. Whatever. So someone loses 70. It's usually about 10 or 20 percent of their weight to a little bit more. You may see this what's called metabolic adaptation. So people think of this as a starvation mode. Your metabolic rate goes down no matter what as you lose weight, but it can go down further than what's predicted based on how much mass you have, your lean body mass, and all this other stuff. So I always use the example. You're burning 2,000 calories a day at baseline. You lose X amount of weight. Based on the calculations, you should be burning, let's say, 1,600 calories at at baseline. But instead, when they do the cal- when they actually test the person, they're burning 1,500 calories. So they, there's 100 calories per day that was lost to this metabolic adaptation. The thing is, when people say starvation mode, what they are saying is that their metabolic rate is now matching exactly how much they're eating. And in fact, the metabol- what they're also saying is that the metabolic rate is going further down past what they're eating. And that doesn't actually happen. That never happens. It's never happened. What actually is happening is they're eating a lot more than they think. And this is such a hard, it's such a, it's a very difficult discussion to have. We, we have know. this discussion all the time. I would love for you, and I saw your meme, I would love for you to give us exact places where you see people eating more calories, consuming more calories than they realize. Yeah. So their perceived effort, they think they're still eating whatever the cal, I don't know, 1500 calories, 1200. I don't know however many calories. They think they're eating that much. They are in this dieting mindset, hamster wheel. They they think they are dieting hard. And so who, who am I to tell them that you're, you're not eating that much? Well, they aren't, but they think they are. So their effort is really high. So what happens is that subconsciously, appetite, whatever, uh, hunger uh, goes up. Things between, so for example, I'm cooking a meal for my kids with my wife and like, okay, there's some chips here and there. You don't even notice. You grab a few things like I'm freaking hungry while I'm trying to cook. You grab a few, if, grab a few of that. Boom. That's 50, maybe 50 calories. I don't know. could be a hundred. I'm not sure. Okay. In between of the day, you, you, you put a little bit more ketchup on, on something. Oh, you don't think that adds up? No, it's an extra 20, 30, 50 calories. Boom. Now we're already up to a hundred calories more than you think. And that happens all over the place, everywhere to where most people are probably eating 20 to 50 or so more percent than they think they are. People think they're eating 1200 calories. They're probably eating 2000 calories. And it's hard because they're like, I'm trying, I weigh every morsel, I swear. But it's like, look, if, if somebody's like a physique athlete where they're like, they're like, you know, just shredded to the bone, maybe they're telling the truth because there's not an ounce of fat that they can even lose and they probably shouldn't be there anyway. 
that's a whole nother discussion. But if somebody has like obesity, a lot of a lot of weight to lose, it's possible that their metabolic rate is on the lower end and maybe they are sedentary, but they're probably more often than not eating a lot more than they think. And it's it's just it's very difficult to I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I'm a weight loss physician. I can use weight loss medicines. And I have lots of patients that tell me they're eating 1,200 calories a day. They weigh every morsel. I'll give them a weight loss medicine. They'll lose 50 pounds. And how is that possible if they were only eating 1,200 calories in the first place? That means they're only eating like, what, 600? I don't even know. I'd have to do the calculations. They'd be eating nothing then. But that's not true. They're getting plenty of nourishment. So they're just eating a lot more than they thought. And that's okay. Lost Spencer for a bit. He's back. Let's keep going. I went okay. to the zone. <laughs> so we were just touching on you talking about, well, I was distracted when you said that you cooked because you're a, a physician that cooks and has muscles. So this is looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so we were talking about how people are underestimating their food yeah, and, and it is a very difficult conversation yeah. to, to have with people. But unfortunately it, that's probably one of the biggest obstacles that's actually holding people back from being successful. Yeah. And then they feel that they are broken yes. and then that's a whole nother mindset problem. Yes. yes. And, and that's why another message I try to put, you're not broken. I promise you. And in fact, you don't want to be broken because like, then you're stuck. Like we can do something about it. It's, it's hard though. Yeah. And, and I have to say like, I'm in charge of most of the TikToks that I need to make. Oh. And every time I need to, um, you need to follow us on TikTok. I'm telling you, you need to creep us when we're done. Um, right. I'm sure he's got tons of time. Tons of gonna... time. This is exactly what he wants to do. So whenever I want, like, so we're calorie, we're hashtag calorie deficit girls. Okay. We have 20.3 million views with that, with that hashtag. Okay. We started it last year, hashtag calorie deficit girls. Wow. Every time I need to do a TikTok that is about calorie deficit, I get all freaking nervous and weird because it gets people upset. And I, it's like, I try to keep, I'm almost like the vanilla girl on TikTok. We're still scared. We're still scared. Just do it. What are they going to do? What's the be worst mean, that can happen? Be mean to us on the internet. You guys got it. So this, look. I'm going to mansplain you for one second here to two women, two capable women. I'm going to mansplain for Can't just wait. one second. You got you to get thicker skin. I, I, I trust me. People piss me the hell off. But like you guys have a good message. What is the worst that can happen? Honestly, they could be mean to you. The worst is if you start like you start talking about vaccines. That's where people get really mean. So like just maybe not talk about vaccines. And like, oh, talk about weight loss. <laughs> so, oh, 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 you're gonna yell at me about the microbiome? Get out of here! Like it just doesn't matter. Like artificial sweeteners. Whoa, what are you gonna? Yeah, screw it. Let them be mean. I know. To you. I know. I, Let I it, get and like, weird. Facebook or uh, Instagram, restrict them. I restrict all day, and I just laugh as they try to keep yelling at me, and I'm just like, "You're talking to the void. You don't even know it. They don't even know." I love it. Block them. Block them. Who cares what happens? Okay, this is good advice. Right. This is good advice. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you guys now. We did, <laughs> I, we did one TikTok where the song was, um, as in like stop lying, like stop lying. It was like kind of like that, and I wrote like the the meme was, I'm not losing weight because I'm not eating enough, and I was like stop lying, and it was like a shit show, Spencer. TikTok, TikTok they is can't a handle. Game. They can't handle being told that they're eating too much. They can't handle it.
TikTok is a cesspool, though. I tell you, I I oh, made some know. videos and people were like, people were attacking me. I'm like, I'm not even going back there. I'll make some videos and I just turned off. I'm like, I don't like whatever. I because there's too many of them. If you create your own thing, like on um, Instagram, my own following will start. If somebody tries to mess with me, my own following just boom, 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 and I'm like, I don't even I have know. to say anything. Nice. I do like throwing in the one-liner zingers, though. Those always are good. But uh, <laughs> I just like picture you scrolling through your phone. And you're like saying something hilarious, laughing to yourself That's as a what comment. I, do. I go, I oh, this person's talking shit. They're done. And then sometimes I pin their comment, take a screenshot, Epic. put it in my stories, and make a zinger, and then just piles on because I'm like, you're gonna you're gonna come try to bully me on my own like page. You're done. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah, TikTok, uh, we agree with your TikTok. TikTok is next level. Like TikTok has like brought us some, some, some comments that were like, oh, fine. First of all, they say we look 57 years old. So mean. So mean. <laughs> They're just like so rude about our bodies, our faces are, oh my gosh. Like See, it's like insane. You yeah. got like, it's, it's tough for being a woman too. Like I can only imagine, but like they, some people have said, some people tell me I look too young. Some people tell me I look old. I'm like, well, I don't know. I go, says the person with 10 followers and that always kills them. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to build it up. I'm like, no, whatever. You're coming to me. I don't know. I'm doing better than you. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Um, amazing. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about sugar. So you were taught, you had a fantasy moment about a chocolate chip, chocolate chip, vanilla ice cream sandwich. So fantasy moments. But... <laughs> so obviously you do consume sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it's, it's, I would not tell people to consume sugar as your main free sugar. Let's, let's say that. Cause like fruit, whatever, I don't really count that even though it contains technically uh, sugar molecules, you know, glucose, fructose and, and, and that. So I do, I do eat foods that contain like whatever free sugar, added sugar. Yes, I, I do. And it's just a small part of my dietary pattern. That's what I would say. Um, and what do you say to people who claim that like sugar is really addicting or like I'm addicted to sugar? What, what do you, do you ever get that? They're addicted to foods specifically, not sugar. I know I've done like, look, the easiest example would be get us some sugar cubes, open a packet of sugar. Are you huffing this stuff? Okay. There's probably a few people out there that may be <laughs> huffing this stuff. I, I can't, I'm sure there are. But it's not sugar specifically that you're addicted to, uh, again, for the most part. It's probably it's probably uh, these addictive-like foods. So, for example, potato chips. They don't really contain sugar. I've done this before. Like, I've said this before. Like, oh, people are addicted to sugar, except they're eating a ton of potato chips. Potato chips aren't sugar. Well, well they have starch and they break down in sugars. Well, every carbohydrate then is is addictive. And that's absolutely not true. I've never seen anybody be addicted to boiled freaking lentils. That doesn't happen. So uh, there are certain properties and the food scientists are literally figuring out how to bypass our satiety portions of our brain. Like this is like, it's, it's food science 101 with these people. I mean, Pringles, once you pop, you can't stop. I don't understand. Like greasy, not fun. Uh, 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 <laughs> like what, what, you know, but like, that's literally their thing. They chips a point, like whatever. These foods are designed for us to bypass our rewards. Like they just attack our reward center to make yeah. us want more. You're, more, you're more. not addicted to sugar. You're addicted to chips ahoy because they're yeah. delicious. Delicious. It's the combination of fat with sugar and then they put the salt so that you have that like moment back and forth and they're just working really hard to literally make it so satiating that you could just can't stop. 
there's a there's a mouthfeel too, crunchiness versus softness. I mean, like if you have a mush, you could you what if you mush up a bunch of uh, put a bunch of potato chips in water and they're kind of you know mushy like limp things and you try to like that's not tasty. You want that crunch, you, you know. So like you guys know you guys know about that mouthfeel. I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's the combo too. But I just love having that conversation because we hear that so often that sugar is addicting because I I have chocolate after every meal, basically. And that's part of my satiation. That's important for me. That's important for my happiness. Yeah. Um, and some people say I could never do that. I could never have just one. I would I would like lose it on it. So we're trying to teach people that they can have that. So one of the one of the stupid it's so stupid. It's one of these things where I go, look, you if if you just allow yourself to have it, you don't have yes. to have it. Allow yes. yourself to have it. It it releases them. Yeah. Um, there are some people where there's probably a true like physiological, biological driver where they have it. It's like it it triggers them to want to eat more. Sure. Okay, that's that's possible. But I would say like individualize. There's some people that feel like they can't have it. Uh, and you you just allow them to have it, and it changes them to where they go. Oh wow, I can actually eat this and lose fat. Okay, some people it just maybe that maybe that will throw them off into a bender. It depends on the person. But there's value for that conversation. We say that all the time, Leash. Like I feel like no one's talking about the value behind just let let the rules go for a little bit, and you'll see yourself behaving differently. If you weren't so like can't have that, should have this, but just let go of the rules, and they're like, but then what do I do? I don't know. Live your life and see what you're going to actually choose. Like, stop always putting these, like, rules. They're not realizing that the rules are making them, I can't stop at one. Why? And and even, like, so I do a lot of TikToks about my ice cream sandwiches. I'm telling you, okay? And the, the humans love it. They love it. They're supporting me, okay? Um, and one person commented, see, I couldn't do that and not eat two. And I said, sometimes I eat two. Sometimes I eat four. Like, so most of the time I stop at one, but I could, there's but nothing wrong with eating four. Like I could have four, fit it in my day. Yeah. Move on. And I don't want four most of the time, you know, but they're not seeing value in like, why can't you have two? Cause you gave yourself that rule. And then you want two now, but you'll see yourself not wanting, I don't want four ice cream sandwiches every day, you know, like every other day. Every other day. Thank you. you but we just see value in giving giving people decision making and just like as soon as someone says you can't drink wine, all I want to do is go get a liter of wine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's important that we don't have that um, moment. Okay, next question. Um, does keto defy physics? And no. and because we've had people claim, but how can you explain? Because we were saying calorie deficit, they say, well, how can you explain that I was keto and not in a calorie deficit and still losing weight? Yeah, they're full of shit. So like it doesn't it doesn't happen. They've done very rigorous metabolic ward studies to look at this. Metabolic ward. I mean, they, they're feeding them every, and they weigh and know every little morsel ounce of food that goes into their body. And they know their metabolic rates and they know the mixture of protein, carbs, and fat of how, of what they're burning. It's, it's, it's very technical stuff goes beyond my pay grade, not pay grade, but it's just a different type of thing. I, I'm friends with all these guys that do this, but um, it's not actually true. What happens is that first of all, right in the beginning, there's a glycogen depletion moment. You lose some water weight, regardless, there's a diuretic effect. You don't have as much glycogen in uh, um, maybe stores. And so 
water follows the glycogen in your muscles and, and liver and, and then all of a sudden you don't have that so there's a quick quick little weight loss effect then you're so restricted in the foods you can eat so like if you're only alive if you cut out a complete macronutrient that's one of three unless you count alcohol like you cut out we do macronutrient. yeah at your weight loss we count alcohol yeah so like if you if, if you cut out no carbohydrates like you're you're extremely restricted then so like you can't have cookies or or potato ice cream sandwiches ice cream sandwiches you can't have it so you automatically put that up you can't eat those stuff so what happens though there they some researchers believe that there is maybe a very slight metabolic advantage it has nothing to do with the fat trapping in in on in your adipose like in and becoming more uh, more lipolysis and more oxidation. They think there's there's maybe, it's like maybe 50 calories a day uh, you'll burn extra uh, as you do that. So like, it's all about restriction. They're eating a lot less than they think. Now they're eating a lot less than they think they are, which maybe that's a good thing for some people. And so great, you did keto. Um, it wasn't, it didn't have any magical thermogenic properties per se, but it, it helps you because you, it actually kept you satiated. It kept you fuller longer and fine. Great. And it kept you away from the foods that for some reason you have troubles, uh, stopping when eating ice cream sandwiches, whatever. So, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't, it doesn't actually, that doesn't happen. So, um, people just, they say that all, I still get it. I still see doctors say that. I'm like, yeah, uh, things that didn't happen for 500, like that didn't happen. Um, also like fasting, that seems to be one that people claim is going to be magical, but fasting just helps create a calorie deficit for some people and therefore they lose weight. There's no magic in the fasting. Correct. It's a, it's a, it's a good way of finding, of, of using time to then create a calorie deficit as opposed to just calories throughout the day. So if you shift your time of when you can eat, you, a lot of times you can't eat as much. So for me, it was always about like, why do I need a word for how I'm eating when my neighbor who's never been overweight doesn't do keto, doesn't have words to like explain his life. That's why, like, that's how your weight loss was built. I was like, F this, like I have been on a lot of diets dispenser from the age of 13. Um, I was 220 pounds when I was 13. And so obviously I tried them all and I was like the most annoying um, client ever. Tell them about like, chili. I have chili PTSD because they wanted me to eat chili every day. And I was like, I don't know, but my non-overweight friends aren't eating chili. So why would I have to eat chili? Like I was she just like- She called them. She called them and said, excuse me, I don't want to eat chili anymore. And they basically said, too bad. Like chili is the answer to weight loss. And I have oh, chili, like, no banana after 3 p.m. I will never forget that one. And the egg whites and salsa for breakfast. And I just was so annoyed with the fact that I had these rules and all I wanted was to be like my friends and they were not doing these things. So it was like, how, because I'm overweight, I have these different things that I need to do to become them. Like, I don't know. It was like, they bit the diet industry has almost been like, you are destined because you have been overweight. Uh, the road is this way, but everyone that's never been overweight, you get to live this life where you can eat chips sometimes and you can whatever, but the overweight people need to have 
ketogenesis and all these things are very French here, but you get what I mean? Like, what are there words? Like most of the words you just said, I don't know what they are. So I can't even, why do I need my body to do these things? I just do much for me. I like it. Um, okay. So we're going to finish up and I just want to ask one, one last question. So we talked about tons of myths and I guess I would love to have your advice for our followers that are listening and they're like, okay, I want to lose weight. What, what do you recommend I do do? What, where should I put my energy? Yeah. I, so if you want to start, I, I usually tell people think about the foods that are really filling that uh, are lower in calories. So more, more vegetables, replace, replace some of the foods that you're eating. That you, the thing is, everybody has a good idea, but most people know they probably shouldn't be eating whole pizzas at night. Like, yeah, you can have a slice. Of course, again, ice cream, cookie sandwiches, whatever. So maybe have a little bit less of that and more of the vegetables. You can't just add vegetables in, but that's a, that's another myth. People are like, oh, I'm just gonna eat more vegetables with my other stuff and it'll help me. It's like, no, that, that'll just have you eat more vegetables on top of the calories. So you actually got to displace some of that food you're eating. Right. So I'll just say, start replacing some of that food that you, you probably have a good idea. That's like, eh, that's, that's probably higher in calories. It's not inherently bad for you and not inherently fattening. It's just higher in energy, higher in calories, replace it with food that you're probably pretty sure you should. And you don't have to get rid of your lifestyle completely. You can still eat that stuff. That's usually what I, I would say. Like, otherwise I can start giving like, oh, here's a template of kind of how to eat and then adjust it from there. It would be like some lean protein, mostly vegetables and a little bit of like filling starch of some sort with a little bit of healthy fat. But like even that is, is more rigid than it needs to be. I like I that. I love that. And I was, I've been listening to podcast, other podcasts you've been on and you were like, this is kind of like the goal. And I think most people know that, like most people know that this is the goal, but like, if you're over here, just start working slowly towards it and then we'll see where you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We, um, in March, that was the big part of, um, I guess our boost on TikTok is we hosted a calorie deficit bootcamp. We saw that the humans, we call the world the humans, we saw that the humans needed help with understanding what calorie deficit was. It was insane. At the beginning of our TikTok career, we were we hopped on there and we talked about calorie deficit. And it was like, what is this thing? And it was so, and they then they thought calorie deficit was a diet. Like it was like its thing, you know? And I'm like, oh. So we realized that the humans needed more uh, time and um, to, to learn about what it is. And so we did a full boot camp, like all week, one hour a week, we would show up on our um, group on um, Facebook. It's public and anyone sneak peek. It was so free. It's free. Um, we actually got 8,000 people sign up for it. And it was insane. It, it was, was amazing. And we still get messages. People are like, you changed my life. Like ever since calorie deficit bootcamp, I've lost 20 pounds. And like, I still have my ice cream, but like, it just, it opened up people's eyes where they were given permission to choose and that awareness and knowledge and yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so we're hosting one uh, very soon in November. Um, so that's why we really wanted you on this podcast during that time because you're they're gonna the people will be listening. Um, so we're gonna host another one, and uh, we're just so grateful that you are putting. We have a few of the people on the internet. You are included in that. That we just keep posting the calorie deficit in your face posts. So keep awesome. it up. I'll keep it up. Um, so for people that are listening that want to, they want to see all these memes, they want to scroll through the comments and see your funny stuff. Um, where do they find you? Uh, at Dr. Nadolsky, D-R-N-A-D-O-L-S-K-Y. 
Oof, good that, luck. That's a lot good of letters. I'm, uh, I'm going to get like three people now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you search your name, it'll come up too. Spencer Nadolski. Yeah, yeah, sure. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thank you for thank your you. time. We appreciate yeah. this conversation and we appreciate you on the internet. So keep it up. All right, everyone. Find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram under Your Way Weight Loss or join us at yourwayrsupport.com. And don't forget to sign up for our Calorie Deficit Bootcamp, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.